I wonder what the perspective is on that for people who've been to space. So if you've been to space, let us know. Yeah, please call in. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Watched It, the show about shows. I'm your host, Caitlin Berger. I'm a professional flutist who would usually rather be watching TV. On today's mini-sode, producer Jackie and I will be counting down our top three favorite Halloween episodes. Also, just a quick shout out to my dad because today is his birthday. So you can celebrate his birthday by listening to the two episodes he's been on for the pod so far, which is our very first episode for Succession. And I think a couple episodes later, he was on for Yellow Jackets. And we're planning to have him back for many an episode in the future. So shout out to that guy. If you enjoyed today's show, please go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can rate us on Spotify. Can't remember if you can review us, but if you can, please do that. And in general, if you love listening to the show, please share this podcast with your friends and family, and then we can all talk about TV together because that's my life mission is just that every single person I come in contact with, I can talk to TV about. So yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening and for supporting us. Hi, Jackie. Good morning, Caitlin. How's the day going so far? It's pretty good. I made such a good breakfast for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. What'd you make? Well, I just made some delicious avocado toast. Mm. And then I also made some like tomatoes with basil and mozzarella with a balsamic glaze on top. So that was just so delicious. Wow. It's pretty simple, but it's just, I think it's like the holy trinity of foods. I mean, yeah. I mean, it can't rival my breakfast, which was toast with cream (laughs) cheese on top. You know, it sounds so unimpressive when you compare it to mine, but you know, sounds cool. Sounds cool. Toast is good. (laughs) Universally, toast is good. Oh my God. (laughs) So, what are your TV time stats looking like, Jackie? Okay. I am at 15 months, 20 days, and 13 hours, which is a little bit higher than it was last time. But my little metaphor or illustration of how long this is, is it can sometimes be typical for people to train for a marathon for this long. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who are like really fit who are like, I'm going to run a marathon in three months or whatever. But I think according to chat GPT, I'm not a runner. I never will be. It's just not me. Same. (laughs) Uh, I love walking. (laughs) Some people probably take 15 months and that's really admirable because that's a long time to work towards something. Oh, yeah. One of my close friends is a runner, and I think he runs like every day. (laughs) I could be making that up, but he runs like at least a few times a week with groups. He's done so many marathons and stuff Mm -hmm. just every time. And also, it's funny because he lives in the States. Uh, He'll tell me like how many miles a marathon was, and I'll be like, don't know what that is, sir. (laughs) I don't know what kilometers translate to anyways, because I think there was a thing I read online or something I discovered maybe on TikTok a while ago that was like, in Canada, we tend to talk about distance in terms of time. So if someone asks us, how far is it to a certain store from where we are? we'll tell the person in the time it takes. So let's say if they're walking, we'll tell you, oh, it's a 10 minute walk. I never, ever, ever, literally ever describe something in kilometers. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what one, like, I don't know that. So anyways, Mm. a bit of a tangent, but I thought that was funny because apparently I think in the States, it's definitely more common to say like, 
the actual distance, the measurable distance. <laughs> Anyways, miles, kilometers, don't know. <laughs> what I do know is that I would be watching TV in all that time that you're describing it took to train for a marathon. Also, yeah. they're not like constantly training for those months though, right? They're probably just doing like yeah. an hour a day or something. So I've watched significantly more TV than, than Jenny for marathon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but That's so good. It's like 24 <laughs> marathons, I guess, if you were to do an hour a day or something. Anyway. Right. <laughs> It's oh, so funny. So my TV time stats haven't moved too, too much. I have been watching a few more movies lately. I just finished watching a lot of tennis. So trying to just slowly actually get back into TV time watching, especially new things I've had to rewatch, you know, for podcast preparation, which is always fun, but it doesn't count towards the stat, unfortunately. But my TV time stat currently is at seven months, 11 days and three hours. And according to, I think the site I used was OpenAI, but 11 days in the past apparently is about the average length of a space shuttle mission like that NASA would do apparently, which I thought was kind of cool. So if someone was like, Caitlin, do you want to go on a space shuttle mission for 11 days, but you don't have to do anything? You could just watch TV the whole time. I would say yes. And then that would amount to all the 11 days worth of TV I've been watching. Because that's a realistic scenario. Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting to think about like if you did go to space, because space is like so cool, you'd want to look at it the whole time. But also it'd be a little slow going for some of it, right? So maybe you would want to pass the time and watch TV. Yeah. I wonder what the perspective is on that for people who've been to space. So if you've been to space, let us know. (laughs) Yeah, please. Call in. (laughs) Also, recently I finally caved and... I'll say I got letterboxed, but what had happened was that I can't even remember when. I, I think a couple of years ago, I created an account on Letterboxd and then I didn't do anything to it because I don't even have the memory of creating it, but I clearly did. And then, you know, Jackie, you've told me a few times that it's a really good website, but I know it's just for movies, though now they seem to have maybe limited series on there or something. Anyways, so a few months ago, I went back and I was like, okay, I'm going to hop back on. I think I was on the app. And I wanted to change my username or picture or something and I like couldn't or I couldn't figure out how and I just got so annoyed. So I gave up. And then like last week or something, I came back to it again. And so now I'm officially on, on desktop and app (laughs) versions and I love it. I spent hours (laughs) putting in all the movies I've seen. This is something I like doing. I'm someone who likes menial tasks like that, you know, so that was very, very, very fun. And now I spend a lot of time on it just browsing. And I find it really fun to um, check like the percentage of an actor's movies you've watched or directors or that sort of thing. And some are so overwhelming. Like Kira Knightley, I've seen like, I feel like I've seen so many of her movies, but I'm only at like 9% or something. And I'm like, ah! Anyways, another tangent. But thank you, Jackie, for pushing me to actually use this wonderful app. So now in the show notes, you probably would have seen this for a few weeks, but I'm just saying it now on the pod. You can follow us. You can find the links to follow both me and Jackie on TV Time and Letterboxd. The only thing I will say about TV Time that I think is a bit better is that there are no ads. It's a free app with zero ads and Letterboxd does have ads, which is totally fine, but just a little comparison. So Halloween episodes. Jackie, which show and episode takes your number three spot? This one was kind of hard to choose because I was choosing between a few of them. But ultimately, I decided I needed something funny. And this one made me laugh a lot. It is from The Mick. 
The Haunted House episode, season two, episode four. Whoa, I don't even know what that show is. What is that? It was out maybe, I want to say in like 2018, 2019-ish. And it stars Caitlin Olsen, who I know from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And she's a comedic genius. She's also in Hacks. She plays DJ, the daughter. She's just so funny. She's a really funny person. It's about an aunt whose estranged sister is extremely wealthy and gets into some legal troubles. And so she has to go take care of the kids and live in this mansion. And it's like ridiculously funny. It's not for everybody. It's pretty raunchy and inappropriate at times, but it is extremely funny. And the actors on it are hilarious, including the children. I think they're super funny. So this episode, they are creating a haunted house and... They just go all out. There's like so much that happens in this episode and it is really, really funny. Although it is absolutely ridiculous. Definitely not for everyone. But if you like that kind of thing, it will make you laugh and watch the whole show because it was canceled way too soon. (laughs) Oh, damn. Yes, I will absolutely check that out. I feel like, yeah, I think a lot of the shows that we're both going to share today are more on the comedy side for sure. So my number three show and episode is from Abbott Elementary, uh, season two, episode six, entitled Candy Zombies. So that came out, I guess, about a year ago, considering it's a Halloween episode. First of all, I love Abbott Elementary. I think it's one of the best sitcom network comedy shows ever. (laughs) I think it's so good. And in this episode, they were trying to keep candy away from the kids during the day and only give it out after school because then otherwise they'd be like hyper or whatever. But (laughs) one of the kids who's dressed as baby Thor or no Thanos, Thanos, sorry. Mm -hmm. He steals the candy and gives it to the school and it sort of turns into this like Like whodunit. Yeah, whodunit thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And there's such funny moments. I mean, every episode of this show is like laugh out loud Mm -hmm. funny. But some of my favorite parts are, well, one of the kids dresses up as Mr. John who's the janitor <laughs> and he like like speaks like him and does his mannerisms as like an old person it's just hilarious also barbara at one point <laughs> calls the kid who stole the candy baby theranos instead of theranos. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just killed me oh it's too good also i like how in this episode janine and gregory sort of have really good moments because they're in this like slow burn romance thing and this is when amber comes into the picture and you can see janine is probably a little bit jealous type of thing so just a kind of cool part of their romantic journey so that's my number three <laughs> yeah that's a hilarious episode i think i really enjoy the trope of children like eating a lot of candy yeah <laughs> just cracks yeah so what takes the number two spot on your list so number two might not be your traditional halloween episode Ooh. i decided on one of my favorite episodes of television ever i think because i've rewatched it and shown it to people so many times and that is nathan for you haunted house slash the hunt okay season one episode five <laughs> wow so yes i haven't watched this but you've told me about this show i probably have told you <laughs> You know, those shows where you are like, I was an early watcher. I feel like I was for Nathan for you, a pretty early watcher. I really enjoy his humor. I know it's really not for everybody. Even some people who I've shown it to before, they're like, this stresses me out so much. I hate it. I had to go. 
Like, I totally understand that. But this one is one of my favorites. So half of it is him helping out this haunted house that's financially struggling. The show, the whole concept is him coming up with ridiculous business ideas to try to help businesses. He's very deadpan and like plays himself. So people kind of take him seriously and are like, okay, we'll give it a go, I guess. So for this haunted house, he thinks it's a good idea for it to be so scary that people want to sue it because any publicity is good publicity. So he makes this haunted house and, uh, at first you're going through and you're like, okay, this is like not that scary. It's like a traditional haunted house. But then he has it. So one of the characters in the haunted house kind of goes a little close to one of the people. And then a minute later, they're like talking to the crew and he's like, okay, you touched that one. This is horrible. This is a horrible prank. And it's not really, and he wanted them to like sue them. Anyway, so he goes and, and makes up this I think it's a made up disease, but he's like, you've been exposed to this. We need, it's very rare. We need to get you to the hospital as soon as possible. And then they go into the ambulance and they're like freaking out and stuff. And then after they get out of the ambulance ride, it's like exit side. <laughs> it's like, that was the haunted house. It's terrible. It really is terrible, but it's, it's entertaining and creative. But another reason why I love this episode is the second half of it is Nathan, who's kind of a socially awkward guy and he's putting on his own version of The Bachelor. He like put out ads in Craigslist for a new reality show, dating reality show. So he gets all these girls to be cast and he's like, I just want to like try to learn how to talk with girls or something like that. And <laughs> it's just like the funniest spoof of The Bachelor. If anybody watches it, it's just hilarious. And the girls are quite funny too. They're just like such random people who have like the weirdest lives and funny commentary. So that episode is hilarious to me. And Again, not for everybody, but very memorable for me and cracks me up every time I watch it. <laughs> oh my God. It sounds like a riot. Yeah, I'm not sure if the show would be for me. I'm definitely tempted to like try it one day, <laughs> but that episode in particular does seem really funny. <laughs> so maybe I'll just start with that episode. <laughs> my number two pick is an episode of Dairy Girls. So this is season three, episode six doesn't have a specific title to it but it is a halloween episode and in this one the sort of gang wants to go to a fat boy slim concert and they try and get tickets that's a really fun part of the episode they do end up going and they're all dressed as angels and something really sad happens at the end i won't spoil it for viewers but i mean dairy girls is one of my favorite shows ever that's for sure and this episode was just <laughs> It's just a classic Dairy Girls episode. It's really funny. There's an iconic scene towards the beginning where they go to the record store to get tickets because folks, especially younger folks, back in the day, I mean, I wasn't even bored. People didn't have access to the internet and getting tickets online and stuff like that. So you had to go somewhere and get physical tickets. And so they go to their local record store, I presume. And at that point, the character of Claire is already out as a lesbian. And I think Michelle tells her that the girl working at the record store is also a lesbian. <laughs> and so she goes up to the counter and she just goes, hi, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my God, I keep seeing that scene on TikTok. And then when I started the episode to rewatch it, I was like, oh yeah, that's what it's from this one. <laughs> so that's really funny. It's a really good episode. I think the ending takes a turn that's unexpected, but there's really nice imagery of all five of them. I can't remember how many are, but of all of the main characters hugging each other. And since they're all dressed as angels, you see sort of like angel wings, you know, enveloping them because of the costume. And so it's just a really nice shot with some nice 
you know, symbolism, imagery to it. And yeah, that's my number two. So before we get to your number one episode, Jackie, what is on your honorable mentions list? I thought about many episodes and even watched bits and pieces of ones I've seen before. And so there are like plenty out there, but these are the ones that stand out to me the most. American Housewife. Have you watched that show? No, I don't think I've heard of that. What is it? (laughs) It's like a comfort show for me because I was just like coping with something and (laughs) this show just started like auto-playing right afterwards. And so I just like kept watching it and watching it. And it's just like a silly sitcom about a family who moves into a fancier neighborhood. I can't remember. They get a good deal renting the house from someone they know or something. And one of the kids is maybe attending that school, something like that. I really can't remember. And so they're in this neighborhood that's a lot wealthier than them. And there are a lot of like class differences. And because of that, I feel like the mom, her commentary is just so entertaining. She's a good comedic actress, I think. And the children are adorable. It's actually like my favorite child actors on it. But it's quite funny. I think the last season was not very good, but the rest of it was good. And an easy show that kids can watch too, I think at least like older kids. But yeah, it's pretty funny. So there were two episodes that they did more than that, I think for Halloween, but one of them was called Boohoo. And the whole premise is around this fancy neighborhood, people booing each other. Have you ever heard of like the booing thing? I don't think so. <laughs> like you've been booed? No. Okay. I feel like it's like a very like suburban, maybe it's American. I don't know. It's it's definitely something that happened in the neighborhood I grew up in. And basically people put a sign on your door that says you've been booed. And then they include like a present or like trees. And so in this episode, she's basically comparing it to like a popularity contest. And she's like, oh, we're not going to get booed. And then they get booed. And it's like a really nice one. It has all these fancy gifts. And she realizes that it's been sent to their address incorrectly by the person's assistant. And it's the person she kind of has a feud with. There's just like a lot of funny things in that episode. And then Another one is on The Haunting of Hill House. There's an episode, I think it's episode eight, and it's Halloween, and it doesn't really focus too much on like traditional Halloween things. It's more this episode that's very like intimate and just a father and the son looking for one of the other sons, and then it has like two of the sisters together, and they're kind of both experiencing hauntings, I guess you could say. And the thing that's so special about this show and this episode is the little conversations that they have with each other feel so realistic to me with estranged siblings. And they care a lot about each other, even though all these paranormal things have kind of torn them apart and caused a lot of trauma for them. So that one's a good one. And then last one is from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Also not for everybody. I totally understand. And it's the episode Who Got D Pregnant. And basically the actress Caitlin Olsen had like, I think two kids, maybe three, I think two though, during her time on the show. But this is one of the times when she was pregnant. So I think they had to like make something of it. And uh, they're kind of like, making fun of her for being pregnant. And she's like, why are you guys making fun of me? One of you is the father. And (laughs) she basically says like, it happened on Halloween. So they're all like, wait, what? And they're all kind of like, oh, we don't remember it because we drank so much. So it goes through like everybody's version of that night. (laughs) And then in the end, she's like, none of you are the father. I was just saying that. (laughs) Anyway, so it's a pretty funny episode, especially if you know the characters well. 
And it is like definitely not the most appropriate thing, but it has quite a lot of funny moments. So those are my honorable mentions. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween tends to be a a good like storytelling device sometimes. <laughs> That's for sure. So then which episode snagged the top spot? It goes to WandaVision and the episode is called All New Halloween Spectacular. It's a really wonderful show. Like the whole premise of the show is Wanda is experiencing trauma and mourning her husband, Vision, who was a superhero too. And to kind of escape from the reality of it, she uses her powers to create a hex to create this town where she can like preserve her ideal vision of life. But she also does it in a way that growing up, like she was in, it's not like a real country, but she grew up in like what was kind of like a Soviet country going through war and stuff like that. So a way that she coped with that was watching TV. So she creates this new version of reality and every episode is like a different decade of TV. So it's called WandaVision because it's like television through Wanda's eyes kind of. And this episode in particular is kind of the Malcolm in, in the middle generation. So the theme song feels very Malcolm in the middle. The intro is like filmed the same way. The set design is very Malcolm in the middle and the costumes are all like that era as well, but it's Halloween. And this is toward the end of the series. I think it was just a mini series, but if I'm wrong, let me know. Cause I want to know, but it's Halloween and she has her two children who are going out trick or treating with, this new version of her brother that she tried to like conjure. It's confusing unless you've seen it, I think. But um, anyway, and Vision, her husband, starts to kind of get the feeling that something's wrong in this town because what Wanda did, she actually took like ordinary citizens and put them into this town and like basically like wiped them so that they were just like robots like playing out this town. Wow. Anyway, basically it's kind of an exploration of Vision starting to become a little disillusioned with this town and, and Wanda and trying to figure out how to fix it. So it's a little bit of a chaotic thing because you see all the trick-or-treating going on and all the people in the town, but also this big change in the plot and also Wanda starting to realize, oh no, like I don't have control of everything anymore almost. Like she needs control. I don't think she's like evil, but she's like so traumatized and hopeful for the past that she is willing to use her powers for bad for this. So anyway, it's just like a fascinating episode and so well done artistically, wonderful acting. I love Elizabeth Olsen. She's one of my favorites, I think. Me too. <laughs> yeah, it's just so good. So, so worth watching. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you've convinced me because I got glimpses of the show just through the culture of it all when it came out, but I didn't mm -hmm. really know what it was. I never looked into it. And I might have mentioned this already on the pod, but I probably will a lot in the future as well, but I'm not a Marvel person. Yeah. So I don't naturally gravitate towards that, but if it's like a standalone thing and I don't need that much background info, then I might in the future. Yeah. I don't think you need much context. Okay. Okay. That's good too. It's almost like a love letter to TV oh, as well, like the history nice. of television shows. Yeah. So every decade you get that vibe of what the TV was like and it's really fun. That's really cool. So for my honorable mentions, to be honest, I wasn't sure at first that we could actually do this episode because I couldn't think of a Halloween episode just from my memory when we chose this topic. So I was a bit concerned that <laughs> I hadn't watched any or something. So, you know, in general, this topic, it's it's just, I 
tried to find episodes that involved Halloween from shows that I really like. So I don't have really many honorable mentions per se. I do remember the New Girl Halloween episodes. I think there was like two of them. Those were good. And also, I guess maybe last fall or earlier this year, I watched the American version of the show Ghosts, uh, which I really like. I'm sure they have at least one Halloween episode per season because, I mean, it is a, a ghost <laughs> show. I, I do remember at least one of them. So those would be like my honorable mentions of ones that like stood out to me as I was trying to do research for this. So my number one, I kept telling Jackie, I can't wait to tell you my number one because I don't think you'll expect it. Yeah. Well, I could be wrong. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. So it's an episode of That's So Raven. Oh, okay. From way back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's season two, episode two, called Don't Have a Cow. I would assume you've seen That's a Raven. Most definitely. Do you remember that episode? Maybe if you talk about it a little bit, because I definitely have seen them multiple times. Like, this used to be my whole life, Disney Channel. I mean, we have to do a That's a Raven episode at some point. When I was young, I watched it on TV, but of course, with cable... And this kind of show, you you catch an episode here and there. I never watched it from start to finish, um, but I always loved it. And I think a couple years ago now, or maybe a year and a half ago, I rewatched the entire show. Absolutely adored it. And every single episode, I was just reminded. I was like, this is like a stellar show. Not just for <laughs> Disney, but like in general, like as a comedy sitcom type show, I think it's one of the best ever. And I mean, I didn't grow up with the Disney Channel because we didn't have satellite. So we didn't have the Disney Channel. So I missed out on a lot of like cultural things that, <laughs> that people talk about nowadays from the past. But we of course had certain channels that would play those shows. That's where Raven was one of them. But out of all the like decom Disney whatever Disney-related shows and movies, I think That's a Raven takes the cake. I think it can't compare. I I just, I feel so strongly about this. (laughs) Anyways, so in this episode, uh, this one definitely stood out to me. This was one that I remembered from my own memory, uh, which is why it's my number one choice. So Raven and Chelsea, who are the main characters, they did not get invited to like the cool girl Alana's Halloween party, and they're bummed out about it. So Raven decides to do a spell to basically get invited and then i think they do an additional spell to like look cool or i can't remember the exact spell but earlier in the episode chelsea who's a vegetarian she had accidentally eaten a burger because their order got switched she's wearing this pin with a cow on it but with it's like the red circle with the slash through it because she's whatever she's vegetarian which i relate to anyways her pin accidentally falls in the pot when they're brewing the potion (laughs) so anyways they get turned into cows and how it goes is that they start out with just having cow ears and a tail and then they did get invited to the party so they go to the party and the more the episode goes on the more cow features they have and by the end, they, there's just cows on screen. Like they actually got cows to be on the set. <laughs> but I won't spoil the twist. There's sort of a twist at the end. But yeah, I mean, it just is so funny. It's so well done. Raven is just iconic. So is Chelsea, obviously. And so, yeah, I love this episode. I think it's so funny. I actually do remember it. Like as you're describing it, I'm like, I see it. I yeah. see it. <laughs> and it's so funny that that kind of show, you could actually do that. Like, let's just turn them into cows for this episode. Exactly. Yeah. There was some really good makeup, too, because in one of the stages, their face has sort of gone cow-like, so they have mm-hmm. more of like a snout, I guess, or whatever, and that <laughs> yeah. looked like very, very cool makeup. They had like hooves. They started mooing and eating, chewing on things and, I don't know, slurping things. So anyways. I wonder how that was for them to film it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just about to say like stuff like that must not be like so fun to do because like whatever, but it's such a perfect balance of 
sort of over the top comedic stuff, but it's not actually over the top. If you know what I mean, like yeah, it's very like bumbly and whatever. And but I mean, this is maybe turning into that's or even episodes. Sorry, people, but they have so many episodes where there's really um more serious or important subject matter that they address. And anyways, it's just oh my god, it's just so good. So that's one that you can definitely watch just as like a standalone thing. Yeah. For some reason, like Disney Channel does Halloween, right? Yeah. Like when they do Halloween, you feel Halloween, probably because Halloween is such a child's thing, maybe. Mm. But like speaking of Halloween and Disney, like I didn't even know what Halloween Town was, like the movie or movie franchise. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of it until I don't even know when, maybe last year, because I only watched it for the first time last year. I watched all four. Oh, okay. And I'd never heard of it, maybe like until the year before or something. I don't know. But it's so fun. Like I'm going to watch it every year now, especially the first one, or at least like the first two I really liked. And I remember so I started watching and I'm like, Debbie Reynolds? What? Yeah. Like how did they get her to I want to know that budget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think Disney does do Halloween pretty well. I think so. I think Halloween Town's like the most Halloween-y thing ever. Yeah, I literally like role yeah. played it while babysitting children before, and they loved it. <laughs> so <funny. laughs> yeah. Also, kind of want to ask you: when I was watching some of these shows, refreshing my memory, a lot of people say Halloween, mm, right? Do you say you say Halloween? I think so. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, I think so. I think I caught you saying that. But it's interesting that there's two pronunciations. Yeah. So I kind of want to ask in the poll: do you say Halloween or Halloween? Oh my gosh! Yes, and also. Next week is Halloween and we're going to have an episode out. So make sure to tune in for that, everyone, because I think you're all going to really, really enjoy that. Definitely. (laughs) As long as you like scary stuff. And that's the show. You can find us on Instagram, threads, Twitter, and TikTok at WatchedItPod or by email at WatchedItPod at gmail.com. Make sure to let us know how many of these episodes or shows you've seen. And of course, let us know if there are other Halloween episodes that we should check out because it's Halloween time. Happy watching and see you next week.